0: Another episode of Black Girl Fly. I'm your girl Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Tashana Dixon. And today we are going to be talking about. I mean, it's kind of like feminism, but not really. What we really want to talk about are the expectations of women. And feminine certain feminism is not, I don't know, I think it's tangentially related, but I would love to explore how those two topics actually intersect. We'll need to figure that out. But anywho, we really wanted to talk about the expectations of women in the workplace, in society, and even the own expectations that we place on ourselves.
1: So what are your thoughts? Well, I would say that um, women definitely expect, I think everyone expects more from women than they do from men this is actually something that I uh, have talked to Charles a bit about is that we are often required to do a lot more. And when I say required, I'm I'm putting air quotes there is that that, that's why this topic was to me was three-dimensional is that I think that sometimes I have to acknowledge for myself that there are things that I've required of myself as a woman, specifically as a parent. I know that there are a lot of criticisms that I actually have have put on myself, like, am I doing the right things? Most recently, I know in in a previous episode, we were talking about kind of offloading some of the things that that I do in order to make sure that I'm as efficient as possible uh, in life. And I realized that one of the reasons I wasn't willing to offload is because I felt like as a woman, I should be able to handle those things. So Really? Yeah. So, Interesting. So I, it didn't hit me. So so I told you guys I, I hired a, a maid service that didn't hit me, but then Charles actually took the girls to a beauty salon to get their hair done, and I remember feeling like, oh wow, I'm paying someone else to do my kids' hair. Uh, Girl, <laughs> I've been telling you to do that for <laughs> like
0: months, if not over a year. But but, but you for felt me, bad about it. I felt
1: like being a mom. I should be able to do my girl's hair, and I have the skill, I have the capability. Right. I, I I should do their hair, and quite honestly, this is the sad part: is that when they got their hair done, it looked way better <laughs> than when <laughs> I do it. I mean, my girls are cute when yeah, I do right. it, but this girl, this is what she does, yeah. and and they loved it. And and not only do they love that, but they love the experience mm-hmm. of getting their hair done too. And right, I was like, right. oh. Why? Like, why did I have this in my brain that, that as the mom I had to do their hair when really everybody's benefiting. Right. <laughs> I'm it's not funny. trying to figure out how to fit in braiding hair. Wash day. Oh, my goodness. For two. <laughs> yes. Heads. No, when you know. include mine. <laughs> oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. And Charles. Charles. <laughs> yes. That's four people.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. And
1: so, and, and so it, that was something that I put on myself. But then when I think about the challenges that I'm having now, so I I told you guys all, I'm pregnant at work. And this is something that, that popped up that I actually mentioned to you, Tanisha, it was so funny, is that in pregnancy, the first trimester is usually the hardest symptom-wise, that this is a time where you are Nauseous, where your body is still adjusting to to what's going on in there, and you're so creating a you human. are tired. You are all of these things are, are going on, and this is a time, by the way, where where publicly you don't share with people that you're pregnant, mm-hmm. and so you mm-hmm. have at that point. So to answer about the workplace and society you are still expected to do all the same things to not be impacted to still go hard like you do on a normal basis in the meantime you are exhausted you are vomiting everywhere <laughs> you are i mean you are having you know some bathroom issues <laughs> but i mean and, and and i think that we've allowed this so i'm i'm not just saying that but i think that women know better than anyone what it is that we experience during this time And we haven't said, I'm tired, I'm sick, (laughs) and I need help. Does that make sense? Yes.
0: And I think I have found the connection to feminism (laughs) that I was looking for. So interestingly enough, right, when women were not in the workplace, um, right, they could do their daughters here. They could have pregnancies where they could – chill at home and sleep if they needed to or throw up if they needed to but the feminism movement changed all of that in that we wanted to be we wanted Equal. the op- I would say we want wanted to have the option if we wanted to to do the things that a man could do but by nature there are things that we can do that men cannot read <laughs> like having a baby yeah. so what we were really asking for was another duty
1: <laughs> so you think we brought it on ourselves? we
0: did this to ourselves people <laughs> so
1: okay, we so did this to, to ourselves so let's go back to the 1950s where women stayed at home like before mm-hmm. the war women were not working do you think that being at home that you still have that same perception. So so the the statement was that women are expected to do more, right? So if you're thinking about to the 1950s, were do you think there were unfair expectations then for women? I don't know a lot about history, but
0: I hear some crazy stories about back then. I mean, you couldn't even open up a bank account. Yep without a man's signature, right? Like, cray, cray, but you weren't making no money, so <laughs> I mean, this is different culturally, obviously. Black people have a little bit of a different history, but in general, right, women were staying home. Some women were working because they had to. So anyways, I was it fair back then? Was it even? I even I I don't know that I would ever use the word Even because women have to birth children.
1: (laughs) You think there's nothing that men do that's comparable? No. You create a human life. So I was going to say, though, is back then men had the burden of providing for their whole family by themselves. You not think that that was. You got one job. (laughs) Go to work. (laughs) One job. Yeah, I'm not saying that I don't <laughs> believe that. I'm just playing the those African here. Right,
0: right, right. Yeah. I, I get it. I get it. You go to work. You have a job description.
1: It ends they tell you what to do.
0: <laughs> there's not a whole lot of rocket science that has to go into that. Like, You know what I mean? It yeah. is not birthing a human.
1: I was going to say, so, so I, I did want to hear your perspective before I told you. But when I first had Aaron, I was like, So having a kid, that makes you different, right? And so I was like, I'm going to stay at home. Uh, (laughs) I about pulled out every shred of hair that I had. (laughs) Being a stay-at-home mom... I think that women have made it look easy. Mm-hmm. Um, Them yoga pants. They don't talk about <laughs> how days. difficult it is. But for me, having that experience, like, first of all, I couldn't speak English after being at Oh, my gosh.
0: For- <laughs> I hated talking to this girl. Sawi.
1: <laughs> Ewen. I'm, like, is- <laughs> I'm like, what is he? Go to the potty. like, what is all these, what <laughs> but no i'm serious though no. i i had no interaction oh, yeah. with other adults where i would have a higher level <laughs> of conversation um and oh, it took me I, I would say it took me a while to recover from just that aspect mm-hmm. and and not only that it was constant oh my lord so too mm-hmm. i i struck. i had two kids at the time right so i had a newborn infant and a toddler at the same time and it was in the time Charles was working his butt off trying to make sure he could pay all the bills for the first time he had to do that and like making him breakfast having dinner and lunch prepared and chasing around toddlers and changing them and hair combing and cleaning the house constantly I was like this is for the birds I want to go back you, to work you don't get paid for it <laughs> and no one you appreciates it so even even, thankless. Yeah. even after like even afterwards I remember having a conversation with him and I was like you don't remember I made you dinner every night <laughs> and he was like you did what
0: you kidding me
1: (laughs) um and and yeah so I would say it's thankless too that that these roles of women are just expected and no one values how hard it is and and how much of a schedule it is and the no alone time whatsoever (laughs) as a mom I I see all these memes and whatnot like I haven't had bathroom alone time since before I became a mom (laughs) Uh, besides, occasionally, where Charles assists me and I lock the kids out, <laughs> they know how to unlock it though. They know, they but know. but so I, I say all that. tape bringing us back around is that I, I I agree that being a woman and a mother is probably the most difficult job, and this feminism thing has kind of applied more responsibility more pressure (laughs) yeah the you know what the feminist movement should
0: have did when they did all these shenanigans they really should have normalized like getting help yeah like getting maid services and getting nannies they should that should have been baked into this whole movement I don't know what y'all were And
1: we didn't, and all we saw were burning bras and equality and doing the (laughs) same thing that men do. Nobody said how we do that and do the old stuff. Exactly. (laughs) No one said that. No one said that.
0: But people are feeling the hurt now. Yes. Especially with the coronavirus. Yes. Yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. They say, how many people, like... I don't remember the percentage. This is your thing, but uh, so many women dropped out of the workforce. Really? Due to COVID. I
1: I could see it. Oh, so a
0: huge percentage. I
1: mean, I'm very thankful yeah. that my job was really flexible mm-hmm. during corona, mm-hmm. but it's been hard. Um I mm-hmm. can tell you I am definitely less productive. It yeah. it helped that I was super productive before <laughs> right. now you're like normal <laughs> yes um, but and then I see some of my colleagues who struggle. Um, mm-hmm. one of my particular um, a project manager that I work with, her husband got coronavirus and she was still trying to work, and she has two toddlers, yeah, so she mm. she has well one is probably a little bit older than an infant now, and then a toddler, wow. and I was I, I told her that I was pregnant, so you' we were talking about that she's like Deshonda. I've been struggling. She's like, I was trying to quarantine my husband in our apartment and take oh care of our two kids, and they're not in school, right? <laughs> and they're not in school, and oh she was gosh. trying to work. Um, wow! And wow. People aren't acknowledging it still. Mm-mm. Even even with coronavirus, they say, "Oh, you know, kids aren't at school," but no one talks about that anymore. No one says, oh, I, I recognize that you, you have your toddlers sitting next to you or even your school-age kids who are your part-time teachers now. Right, right, <laughs> you know, right. Um, so, yeah. But so I, I've talked a lot about the mommy experience. How is it as a single woman? Do you still feel like there are expectations of you that um, are ridiculous with really this equality-to-men stance with feminism?
0: You know, I thought I would have been prepared to talk about this. I really can't think of, and I mean, the biggest one I think of is motherhood, which I haven't experienced. But yeah, I can't really. What about your parents? Um, uh, I mean, I think you get treated differently based on what you look like as a woman. I don't necessarily think that that's true for men, and I'm going out on a limb and saying that last one. I hadn't really thought about that before.
1: Yeah, I would say. What would about say expectations? That. What about like for me? I've heard well, if I get angry, I'm emotional, or if I make a stern or quick decision, that that's emotional. It's not logical, right?
0: I have heard those things. I had not <laughs> experienced any of those things. The only kind of weird work gender relationship, I, I had two, one more recently, but one a, a while ago. I used to work in this like military environment and I was like training one of the men and he just like bust out crying. And that happened to me with him like two or three times. It was the strangest thing that I had ever so, experienced. So because he
1: felt comfortable crying in front of you. I mean, what are you?
0: He, it was more like he was trying to paint me like he was trying to tarnish my reputation, like I made him cry or something like that. Cuz you're a ballbuster. I I don't know what like anyone who knows me is well, like, I'm saying
1: like is I mean
0: that- I wouldn't say ball buster. <laughs> I would never say that. Well, that's but probably a term twenty years older than you. I was like, but. I wouldn't say that. But um, yeah, I mean, maybe the modern language equivalent of that. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know that. You know,
1: I'm not. I couldn't kid. think of it. That's why I didn't say it.
0: Okay. I'm like, yeah, maybe he was. Right, it, the dynamics are just so weird on that. Like, but that is the first time that I had ever like felt my womanhood in my entire life. Like, I had always felt my blackness. That was the first time I realized, like, you are a woman in this scenario. And so, I still really hadn't processed that. And I, I mean, that was years ago.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say. Hey, so, what about, like, so the thing that I get is the mansplaining. I yeah. I will be in an environment where I say something and literally a guy comes back behind me and says the exact same Same thing thing. and everyone's like, oh, yeah. (laughs) That
0: has been happening more recently. When I said there was another recent experience, I have been experiencing this. Um, But it just makes me think that I'm a terrible communicator because women also
1: do it to me. So I I don't have women who do that to me ever. And then I've even had women who try to support me, but it's like, isn't that what Shonda just said? Oh No, yeah, I think there's some just something wrong with my communication. But I get it from both <laughs>
0: men and women. I'm like, is that not, I not what TV I English? just
1: said? I'm like, no, it's I can so see that. I, I, I think I've had that scenario as well.
0: I'm like, but I do, I do recognize that I process things a little bit differently, I, I yeah. and so I think it, it actually is tr- probably true that I have a communication issue because. The way that I'm processing it is probably how I'm saying it out loud. And that's not natural for some people. Yeah, I can get that. I, I think I have that same thing. Yeah, so that, yeah, I can't really think of any specific experiences. The big thing that I'm looking toward, like, experiencing, is being able to, like, <laughs> create human life and how to balance that with, like, work pl- a work thing, which is really one of my main drivers for wanting to retire yeah. because I don't want to have the expectation to have to be both.
1: Yeah. So it's interesting as I hear you, I don't think that you've had any of the experiences that I've had. I feel like I've had, yes, this mother experience that I talked about significantly on, on this episode, but also I, f- I feel like women are judged differently. And it could be a combination of my womanhood and my blackness, but I feel like there is a special role that i have to balance in in being a woman um at work and i told you like it's the being stern but not emotional being not too aggressive or uh not too passive and that as a woman these are extra things that are put on me but that i i don't see men have to, i actually had a conversation with someone and someone told me that uh they said that i am very confident in what I communicate, And sometimes that comes off as I don't trust or believe other people, or I can't hear their opinion. And I said, well, that's interesting. How do you perceive this other person who is much stronger <laughs> right. in this than me? And it was a guy, and they were like, oh, he's, he's, informative and he's and I was like rolling my eyes over here yeah but but no and, and so in this experience I actually I was, this was a conversation I had with a guy and I said to him I said I find this very interesting that you perceived me as this for this action but I can point out countless times where this guy who we we communicate in the same way we do the same things, but there's a completely different perspective perception of what he is doing and how he is treated than than it is for me. Um, and the guy goes, "I didn't look at. I've never looked at it like that." <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I was yeah, like, "Well, thank yeah. you for finally acknowledging it. Yeah, I appreciate the conversation. Yeah. Um, wow. And, and I've had those. I mm-hmm. have had those, but in my work now, um, I am more cognizant. So when you say the expectations, I am still cognizant that that I have this mandate over my head that I'm a woman, mm-hmm. that I am African American." And so I do, I, I feel like there are eggshells that I walk on. There's things I make sure that I do um, in order to ease the way that people perceive me and communicate with me and they, that their bias are based on the fact that I'm a woman or that I am black. They right. exist. And I have to acknowledge that. And I can't ignore it and pretend like it doesn't.
0: Yeah. I don't know if it's just that I don't care <laughs> You know, I don't
1: pick up on like the subtle things. Yeah, thing. so this is the woman who has her picture on her resume. <laughs> so most people were concerned about, you know, their name being judged. She says, "Here I am." I'm like, my name doesn't say it enough.
0: You need to see my face. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't. I'm certain some of these things has have happened to me, but I do know that our personalities are very different. Mm-hmm. And how I tend to show up is more reserved. Like, I tend to be way more, like, observant and reserved. The thing that I do get called out on most often is, like, celebrating, like, not celebrating my wins Mm -hmm. or, like, you know, the things about me that kind of make me interesting. Yep. And I've just never been that person. But maybe that is, though, because I'm, like, trying to shrink myself. Mm -hmm. You know, and this idea that women shouldn't be, like, in competition and, like, showy, right? So, so yeah, that's the main thing that I can think of. Other than that, I think I'm just oblivious.
1: Yeah. So I want to hear from you guys. I mean, what experiences have you guys had where you were like, I'm a woman. Because I am a woman, I have an additional expectation Mm -hmm. from motherhood to, to career to fitness to to anything that you can think of. I think it'll be interesting to hear.
0: Yeah, definitely. Hashtag have the conversation. (laughs) (laughs) And until next time, y'all, I'm your girl Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Tashana Dixon. And And we we are are Black Girl Girl Fly. Fly.